Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis. I am the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and the co-founder of the Journal That Talks Back. You have just joined the Frame of Mind Coaching Podcast. And I'd like to introduce you to my incredible, amazing, absolutely phenomenal co-host, Bernie Kotliar. And she happens to be my daughter. Fernie, welcome. Hello, hello. I must be on the best podcast ever if I get that kind of introduction. You are on the best podcast ever. In fact, you know, we're starting to get some feedback from our listeners, which is really nice. They are sending us uh, messages that they are listening. And so that for whoever of you have done so, thank you so much. Keep doing that. We want to hear from you. We love the feedback. We want to know what you want to hear about. And uh, we're so grateful and happy that you are listening. Keep listening and keep uh, letting us know what you want. Uh, Fernie, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, the weekend coming up and I am looking forward to a couple of days off, but I'm also looking forward to seeing you. So Um, uh, that'll be fun. So what do you want to talk about today? So today I wanted to talk about the topic of indecision. Um, I know for me that sometimes I'll have two really trivial things that I cannot decide between. And I just feel so ultimately torn between the two. And I know that either way, you know, it's going to be fine. Doesn't really matter what you decide. But I don't know. I just can't get rid of that feeling of like missing out the feeling of what if I make the wrong decision? The feeling of I should have done the other thing. Um, So how do I? kind of well, deal with that. How do people any, deal with that? You want to give us an example? Yeah, sure. So for example, um, two summers ago, um, I have this old bike. I have had it since I was like 16. It's a teenager bike. It's too small. It's, you know, pretty old and not great, like at all. Like the gears are broken and just, just a mess, but it works. And so I was living in Montreal for the summer, coming back to Toronto to start my, my master's at the time. And I did not know whether I should get a new bike or if I should fix my current bike. My dad had offered to pay for a new bike, but I was worried that it was going to get stolen because we're in the city. I was worried that um, I would have to transport it by the end of the summer to Toronto, which would be a pain. Um, I was worried that it was going to be expensive. I didn't know what I wanted. I would have to do the research to get it, but I also wanted a new bike because mine sucked and I just felt so torn. And it's such a stupid thing. Like it's such a such a small decision, but yeah. I, I really felt very torn <laughs> about what to do. Wow. Uh, and this is two years ago, two summers ago. Yeah. Not this summer, but the summer before. So like a year. So and a half. did you, what, what did you do at the time? Um, I ended up fixing my, my crappy bike and then I took it to Toronto with me. So not, not ideal because I could have taken a new one. Um, but anyway, then this summer I got a new bike. So there you go. Okay. So, so, I mean, it's, it's an interesting problem to have because as I listen to it, for me, like the solution for me, it, had I been in your shoes, it would have been an absolute no brainer. If my father wanted to buy me a new bike, I'd be like, amazing, let's go. <laughs> right. And so the fact that you didn't have that reaction to me is fascinating. The fact that you didn't just jump on the occasion to get a new bike, especially when somebody else is paying the bill, is really fascinating to me. And so, like, 
what stopped you from just saying yes when someone was offering you a gift? Oh, I worry about like, I have this thing where I, I don't, like I'm worried that I don't need it. And then therefore I shouldn't have something so expensive. Like mine's fine. Why shouldn't I just keep mine? Um, right. I, I guess I have that. I have this, this fear of, um, of it getting stolen because Adriana's bike did get stolen in the city. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't, didn't want to like have something really expensive and then need to worry about it. That was another big thing for me. Like my shitty bike, I don't care if it gets stolen, I'll get a new one. It's not a big deal, but a nice bike that you invested in, uh, you don't obviously don't want that to get stolen. So I think there were fears associated with it. Yeah. So we're going to turn the word fears into beliefs. Okay. So I believe that if I don't need something, then I shouldn't have it. Yes. Sometimes. Can you say that a little louder? Please? <laughs> I said sometimes. Okay. So, so, and, and where does that come from? It certainly doesn't come from me. Who knows? Who knows? So you have a belief, and I don't know if that's around like deserving something new or that's around, you know, your environmental orientation or <laughs> it's around, you know, like, what is that about exactly? I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe a bit of both. Like, I, I don't like waste. It really doesn't sit well with me. So I feel like it's a bit wasteful to get something new when you have one that works perfectly fine. Like I will use my clothes, re-sew them, redo them, fix them up until they're really, I cannot use them anymore. Until your um, mother says enough is enough. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Say that a bit louder. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, there's this piece of like feeling, I guess, a bit spoiled. Like I don't like that, that feeling of like showing off and like feeling almost like not everybody has the privilege to get a new bike. And so I feel like, like entitled almost. And I don't like that feeling uh -huh. because like, so why should I have that when other why people shouldn't can't? You? Why shouldn't you? Because it makes me feel a bit spoiled. And uh -huh. I don't like so, that. Feeling. So all of that is stuff you've made up, by the way. Okay. So I mean, all of that. It isn't everything in life, things we made up. Yeah, you made it up. I don't deserve it. Why should I have it? I feel entitled. I feel spoiled. Nice things mean that, you know, I'm like privileged. And why should I be privileged when so many other people, you know, so like, here's a question. Should you have good, good health? Yes. But so many other people don't have good health. Yeah. So you got to take what you have and make the best out of it. No. So, you, so what, what I'm really saying is your good health has no bearing on other people's good health. Your privilege, your well-being has nothing to do with anybody else's I mean, well-being. A little bit. Your job is to live the best life you can live, to live the healthiest life you could live, to live the life that's the most um, expansive Yes. And that expansion takes nothing away from anybody else. In fact, if you get the new bike, you could take the old bike and give it to somebody else who might need it. I guess so. I guess so. And so what we're really demonstrating here, we're not necessarily talking about indecision. We're talking about the 
the beliefs we have around what we believe around what we deserve. Well, around what's okay for us to have, around the life that's okay for us to live. But this is case specific, no. But but it's not. That's the whole thing. Lots of people say, no, no, no. I can't. I can't buy myself a new bike. That's like over the top. I don't deserve that. Why should I have that? That's unnecessary. Other people don't have such fancy bikes. I should just live with my crappy bike for the rest of my life or as long as it's still standing. Right? Why should I get coached? That's a real privilege. Right? Like that's not something that anybody just gets. That's just for the elite. And it's not true. It's not true. So how do, how do we, well, what we need to do is look at the beliefs we have about ourselves and what we deserve. Okay. So we've looked at them. Now what? Now what? Say, is that true? Is it true that I don't deserve this? If so, why do other people have fancy bikes? Sure. Why do they deserve it? Why is it okay for them to have fancy bikes? Is it something I want? Why, why is it bad to have what I want? To what now we're doing is we're challenging your beliefs. I and challenge a, your beliefs all the time. Let's thanks. look at, you know, taking an Uber. It's your favorite topic. <laughs> Say that a little louder. I said it's your favorite topic. It's my favorite topic. Fernie doesn't like to take Ubers. She thinks that's not true that I don't like to take Ubers. I don't like to take Ubers on a regular basis if I don't have to. If I'm going out, let's take an Uber. That's fine. But if I have to take an Uber to get to school, that makes me uncomfortable because I would rather just live close to school. I don't want to take an Uber to school every day. I want to be self-reliant. Sure. It makes sense. It makes a whole lot of sense to live closer to to school so you don't have to take an Uber every day. A lot of sense. But nobody's asking you to take an Uber every day. But when we do tell you to ask you, suggest, suggest that you should take an Uber, we can feel you bristling on the inside just like you did a second ago. Yeah, but I can feel you bristling when I say no. Why does it rile you up so much? Because you make your life more difficult when you choose options that are harder, longer, more strenuous, tedious, exhausting. That's, maybe stressful. that's your your perception. It is my perception. And it often unfolds accurately. So you're saying you're right and I'm wrong. I would never say that. Uh-huh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would never ever say that. The point yeah. is, <laughs> the point is you deserve nice things. You Thanks. deserve to have a nice bike. You deserve to especially if you're using a bike all the time. Why do you need to live with a crappy bike? In fact, having a crappy bike could be potentially dangerous to drive on the road. Yeah, potentially. Say that a little louder. I said potentially. (laughs) So go back to indecision. Can we talk about indecision? Yeah, let's apply it to other people this time. (laughs) Okay. So why are people indecisive? Because they have a set of beliefs about two options. Or three. Or three or four or five. They have a set of beliefs about what they think they deserve. They have a set of beliefs. 
about missing out on things. Yeah. Like, let's talk about missing out. What happens if you have like, let's say there someone invites you to some party or whatever. Oh, let's yeah. talk about like a dinner for networking. And you're like, this is a great opportunity, but also I'm exhausted. Should yeah. I go or should I not go? Like my plan was to go home and rest. Should I take this opportunity and push my rest one more day? Or should I go home and sleep? Like I would feel I I do feel torn in those situations that I, that happened to me quite recently actually. So I mean that's not that's not about whether or not I deserve something. That's about having this opportunity that you're worried about missing. Yeah. So so here it is, right? So when a person feels indecisive, they have a lack of clarity about what's most important to them. Well, why can't multiple things be important to them? But what's most important to them? Why does there only have to be one? In the moment, there's got to be one. Why? Because that helps you make the decision. Yeah, but what if you have two things of equal importance, like family and sleep or whatever? Well, success, one, networking, one whatever. Needs to trump. One needs to trump. One needs to trump. One needs to take precedence. One needs to be slightly higher than the other. But not in That's every case. Okay, so how do you decide what? you value more in a given instance it's based on the moment right so like if right now you're exhausted and you can go to this event but then what's going to happen what's the consequence of that you're going to be more exhausted you're not going to be able to function well the next day right you're going to go to the networking event and you're not going to be on your best game anyway because you're tired and it wasn't part of your plan and you're pushing yourself and What's driving you is a fear of missing out. So when, okay. right? So when the driver is fear, it's not a good driver. But let's take it. Let's let's flip the script a bit. What if it's somebody who knows that this is a good opportunity, but is a bit uncomfortable with going out? They're like, I didn't, or even someone who has very strict plans in their head, and they don't like when plans go differently than the way they perceived it. So now yeah. they're like, this is a good opportunity, but I didn't foresee it. So I feel stressed about going. Should they go or not? I always like to lean on the question, what's your goal? What's your goal? And I want to know what's your goal short term, but also what's your goal? Your grander goal. Okay. What's your grander goal? Like what's an example of a grand goal? Okay. So let's just go back to this networking thing. Your, your goal is to do your PhD and be very well networked and, uh, you know, meet as many people as you can, but your ultimate goal is to crush whatever you're doing. Is that my ultimate goal? I don't know. You tell me. Well, I need an example of an ultimate goal so I can reference and your decide ultimate on mine. Goal, I think your ultimate goal is to do whatever it is you're doing with as much enthusiasm, presence, clarity, um, excellence as you can. And what's your goal? My goal, my personal goal? Your grand goal. My grand goal is to live a life where I'm having a good time, where I feel good, where I'm healthy, and where I'm uh, contributing or maximizing my skill set, my talents. You don't think that's most people's goal? Yes, but they're not aware of it. But no, you know, you can't assume that. Why do I have a different goal than you? Well, specifically for your PhD. Okay. Right. You could say your goal is to have a good time too and maximize your talents. But I think that 
part of your goal is to do everything you can with the greatest level of energy and and excellence. So then wouldn't it make sense for me to go? No, because I think that if you had gone tired, you wouldn't be doing what you want to do. Then you're not doing everything with presence, energy, and excellence. You're not. Because now tomorrow you're tired and you're not present, excellent, or energetic. But I guess the line is very fine, right? Like, how tired are you to make this bad? You know, like that line is very fine. And when you're walking on that fine line, it's hard to make a decision because both options provide you something you want. And so that's where the question of indecision comes in for me, at least. How do I know which one is more valuable? Because they both provide value of different kind of value. So how do you make that decision? Well, I think that there are two things. Number one is you have to envision yourself having made the decision and deciding how that feels. Does it feel good to be there or does it feel exhausting? I mean, you're not there yet. How do you know? Envision, envision, like given my current state. Is envisioning not like um, making making assumptions, but making assumptions about how you're going to feel and then therefore you might get disappointed? Judge how you you feel now, take your current feeling now and say, okay, like, this is how I feel. Now I'm going to go to an event. How am I going to perform? How am I going to feel? How am I going to enjoy it? Then I'm going to come home and then I'm going to sleep way later than I want to sleep. And now envision that envision having to wake up early because the people that you live with under above you wake you up at 640 in the morning. And now you're tired for the next, the rest of the day. So now how do I feel? So like project, right? Okay. So, so that's an option or I can go home and sleep and miss out, but then feel better tomorrow. But I guess the idea is like, if I understand in this specific case, but in a case where the line is thinner, thinner. Yeah. Like if you're not that tired, you're only kind of tired, you know? Like one of those things, if the line is thinner between the two options, how do you make the decision? And I think you said something earlier that was of value is kind of what are you making the decision based off of? Is it based off of fear, fear of missing out, fear of not doing something, fear of whatever it may be, then that's not a good driver. It's not a good driver. If your decision is based on... um something that excites you, a draw, something that pulls you in, it's a better decision. But one of the keys about making a decision, very important is once you make a decision, get behind your decision. Don't contemplate the other decision anymore. It's over. Why get is behind so your important? position, full force, because then whatever decision you make, you're not going to enjoy the experience when you're always, it's kind of like getting married, right? <laughs> once you get married, be in your marriage. Don't look at your other options. Rip. Yeah. Right? Like, right? <laughs> yeah, don't do Be that. In your marriage. Focus on the person you're you're married to. Yeah. Make this marriage the best marriage. You've already made the decision. So now put all of your force and energy behind your decision. Don't mm-hmm. have one land in, in this marriage and the other land in being single. Doesn't work. That will that will make your decision a failure. Yeah. Absolutely. So put your full force behind your decision. And the other thing is, and I just want to say this, there are no wrong decisions. Every decision is an okay decision, as long as you get behind your decision. 
But sometimes when you have some options, you want to you want to look at a few things. Um, is it healthy? Is it engaging for me? Is it aligned with my values? And does it lead to a goal? That's actually the heal formula, by the way. H, is it healthy? E, is it engaging? Does it draw me in? A, is it aligned with my values? And L, does it lead to a goal or an outcome I'm looking for? Very cool. So that's how we make decisions. And so, you know, for you, so the question for you is, in the case of going to this thing, what's, what's a higher value? Networking or taking care of yourself? Well, when you put it that way. <laughs> you can decide. Nice. Yeah. It's like, All do right. you want to be healthy or do you want to go out with friends? <laughs> Some people will want to go out with friends. No brainer. Okay. But, and here's the thing. If something, you know, if something's a no brainer, do it. But if suddenly you're like, hey, I don't feel like doing this. It's not a no brainer anymore. So that's something you need to pay attention to. Don't just do it because. You're supposed to do it. Don't do it because you have a fear of missing out. Don't do it because everybody else is doing it. Do it because it's good for you. Fair enough. And sometimes something that's good for you today might not be good for you tomorrow. And that's okay. You know, like I could stay up really, really late watching a a movie tonight until, you know, two o'clock in the morning. But tomorrow I have Saturday. That probably isn't a wise thing for me to do on a Sunday. Fair enough. Right? When I have to wake up and get ready for work and everything else. So situational appropriateness is also at play here. (laughs) Very true. Very true. All right. For those of you who have trouble making decisions, it's a good conversation to have. What's the driver of your decision making? Are you making decisions out of fear or are you making decisions that are healthy for you think about that and if you'd like to discuss that i'd love to have a conversation with you go to frameofmindcoaching.com and schedule some time to talk we have complimentary coaching sessions available and i'd love to explore some of the things that plague you uh and if you want to reach out to me directly it's kim at frameofmindcoaching.com fernie how do they reach you Email me as well. My email is ferniecotliar at live.com. All right. Make good decisions, Fernie. We'll see you next week. Thanks, mom. Bye. Bye. Bye.